from in and around the Capital Region on the Alive Radio Network. This is The Matter at Hand. I'm Alicia Purdy. Your name is Kalel. You are the only survivor of the planet Krypton. Even though you've been raised as a human being, you are not one of them. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. Come with me now, my son, as we break through the bounds of your earthly confinement, traveling through time and space. In the sixth moment, your powers will far exceed those of mortal men. It is forbidden for you to interfere Are we alone in the universe? Rather let your is there leadership. intelligent life on other planets, in other universes? Did God exclusively create the heavens and the earth for the human population that occupies this planet? Questions like these and many more have been asked throughout the ages of humankind and even among the church at large. The answers ranging from a belief to the firm refusal to believe that God would have done anything outside of what has been written in his word about his creation. And while people from all backgrounds, worldviews, and religions debate their ideas, what is the truth? While the subject may always be up for debate, renewed interest in UFOs and intelligent life on other planets has stirred once again, as a highly anticipated U.S. government report on UFOs is due to be released before the end of June. The unclassified documents were demanded by Congress after numerous reports from the U.S. military of objects seen moving erratically in the sky, but with little conclusive evidence expected to confirm the presence of extraterrestrial life in Earth's airspace, military leaders are warning that the unidentified technology, if not alien, may belong to U.S. adversaries such as Russia or China. Last August, the Pentagon established the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force to look into observations of unknown flying aircrafts, and the group's job is to detect, analyze, and catalog the mysterious events, as well as to gain insight into the nature and origin of UFOs, according to the Pentagon. Officials examined over 120 incidents from the past two decades. However, unnamed officials reported that the government found no evidence of alien activity, but also could not rule it out. Money for the program came at the request of Democrat Senator Harry Reid of Nevada, who represented the region that encompasses Area 51, the military site where conspiracy theorists believe remains collected from an alien crash in the town of Roswell have been being studied since 1947. The National UFO Reporting Center said there have been 245 new UFO reportings since March 30th of this year. And in 2020, there were over 7,000 reported UFO sightings across the U.S. In the capital region, UFO reports doubled in 2020 with a total of 162, and the state as a whole spotted 310 UFOs in 2020. While sightings of unidentified flying objects are not necessarily a new phenomenon, a Florida man in Palm Coast made headlines this month after his home security camera caught two circles of light soaring through the air in perfect unison at 3 o'clock in the morning, followed by what appeared to be a long chain made of glowing circles. But is it alien? Dr. Saba Pelotai of Florida Tech works in aerospace physics and space sciences at the college, and he says the fascination is understandable because plenty of objects do fly through the sky, and some have no explanation. 
I think it's a fascinating phenomenon. I mean, you know, if you think about it, that there's a possibility that these events are happening because of aliens. Uh, everybody's hoping that these are aliens and not just some some weather phenomena. Whenever people are realizing that, oh, this was a weather balloon or it was some uh, atmospheric optics phenomena, then it is just not that interesting anymore, right? So all, all the interesting cases are the ones where you don't find them. Mick West, an author, investigator, and longtime skeptic of UFO sightings, said he supported the military looking into any possible incursion of U.S. airspace, especially by an adversary. But West says people are conflating security issues with the idea that UFOs that have been spotted demonstrate amazing physics and possibly even alien technology like warp speed or other physics-defying capabilities when, according to West, there's no solid evidence to prove those theories. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me that... Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body now. It's large. It's large as a bear. It glistens like wet leather, but face. Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. Eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is a kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips. It seems to quiver and pulsate, and the monster or whatever it is can hardly move. It seems weighed down by possibly gravity or something. The thing's rising up now, and the crowd falls back. It seems plenty. The most extraordinary experience, ladies and gentlemen, I can can't find words. Well, I'll pull this microphone with me as I talk. I'll have to stop the description so I can take a new position. Hold on, will you please? I'll be right back in a minute. The War of the Worlds. A battle between species. A battle between good and evil. A battle between God and man. A battle between doubt and faith. Among Christians, the debate about whether or not God would have created life on other universes has significantly more profound impacts because of the plan of salvation he created for humankind living on Earth, in which he sent his only son to die for the people he created and loves. If there were life on other planets, would they have chosen to sin? Would the enemy be able to travel there and tempt them too? Would Jesus have to go there and die again? Or would those on other planets simply die in their sin? Or would they live in a sinless utopia? Would they be given a choice between good and evil at all? The questions are endless. But Ken Ham, founder and CEO of Answers in Genesis, says the answers are not. Ham and his panel at Answers News, a branch of the Answers in Genesis apologetics ministry, recently addressed the soon-to-be-released government report on UFOs, and according to Ken Ham, the Bible precludes the idea of intelligent life and aliens. When asked, do you believe in life in outer space? I say, number one thing, if you look at the Bible from perspective of animal life or plant life, the Bible does not say whether there is or is not animal or plant life in outer space. So I can't quote a Bible verse to say there's not. I suspect not because of what the Bible says about the earth. And, but as far as intelligent life in outer space, I would say absolutely not from perspective of understanding the gospel. While Ham said he could not rule out the possibility of plant or animal life on other planets, he pointed out that intelligent life with an eternal soul would be out of the question, according to scripture. Ham said, when you start with God's word, you can confidently say there are no intelligent beings on other planets. And furthermore, Ham said, the belief in intelligent life on other planets has its roots in a godless evolutionary view, where life creates itself apart from God, or where alien life with an origin evolutionists cannot explain seeds the Earth's population instead of the God of the universe. According to Ham, such godless perspectives only lead to endless speculations and questions without answers, when the Word of God, he says, provides everything humankind needs to find the answers they seek. 
And he says the sad fact is that many people are more willing to believe in the eternal existence of aliens than they are an eternal God. The earth is for the sons of men, and the earth was made to be inhabited, and the earth was made first, and the sun, moon, and stars are for signs and for seasons, and all of that sort of thing. From perspective of the gospel, God's son stepped into history to be Jesus Christ, the God-man. He became a member of the human race to die for the descendants of Adam. He didn't become the God Klinon or something like that. It's only Adam's race that can be saved. And the Bible tells us the whole creation groans because of Adam's sin. So it wouldn't make sense that there was uh, another race of intelligent beings out there somewhere suffering from Adam's sin, but they can't be saved because God's son steps into history to save the sons of Adam. Whether or not the UFOs in the upcoming government report are in fact of alien origin are less concerning, officials say, than the greater likelihood of the potential of a national security risk from an adversary flying novel technology over a military base or another sensitive site, or the prospect of Russian or Chinese technological developments exceeding current U.S. capabilities, which is considered by the U.S. military as a serious security and safety issue. Former President Barack Obama said when he came into office, one of the first questions he asked was if there were any alien specimens or a spaceship being hidden somewhere. And he said the answer was no. However, he did say there does exist footage and records of objects in the skies that still remain a mystery, whose trajectories and origins are unexplainable and warrant investigation. In March, John Ratcliffe, the former director of national intelligence under President Donald Trump, said there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Ratcliffe, who previously oversaw all 18 U.S. intelligence agencies in the U.S., said objects have been seen by Navy and Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that engage in actions that are difficult to explain and that make movements that are hard to replicate or are traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. And he says the U.S. doesn't have the technology to explain those things. E.T. Phone home. E.T. Phone home. He wants to call somebody. E.T. Phone home. My God, he's talking. Oh. E.T. Phone home. E.T. Phone home. In the capital region, stories do exist of encounters with alien life, in addition to the many reported UFO sightings, and plenty of people believe they're real. Some even draw national attention. In 1994, George and Jerry Messick, who owned Farmland and Skodak, discovered a large portion of their hayfield had been flattened into a crop circle. Although the cause of the crop circle was never pinpointed, it attracted people and researchers from across the state. Then there's Richard Price Sr., who said he was abducted as a boy by aliens in a Lansingburg cemetery. His story has been told at UFO conventions and on talk shows, on radio and in the media. According to Price, the aliens took him aboard their ship and implanted something in his brain before releasing him. 
In fact, the National UFO Reporting Center has plenty of stories of alien encounters from people across the capital region, and there are a number of groups in the area dedicated to UFO research, including the upstate New York UFO Society. And in Pine Bush, New York, a hamlet in Orange County, there is an entire UFO fair where people dress like aliens, march in a parade, and attend lectures. But should they be taken seriously? That depends on who you talk to. Does faith in God contradict a belief in alien life? According to Ken Ham, the speculation about whether or not God created intelligent life on other planets is rooted in evolution and lacking in solid scriptural foundation. In a statement referring to the upcoming government report, Ham said, God formed the earth to be inhabited according to Isaiah 45:18, not Mars, Venus, or another far-flung planet. And he said when Adam sinned, his sin affected all of creation, encompassing everything that ever has been created anywhere, as noted in Romans 8:22. Ham pointed out that Jesus came as the last Adam to save those of Adam's race who will repent and believe. So theologically, Ham says, it's a certainty that aliens can't and don't exist. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Examining the issues that pertain to the people of God, this is the matter at hand. From in and around the Capital Region, on the Alive Radio Network, I'm Alicia Purdy.